Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> Nobody had alternate helmets and everything before Oregon started doing it. That wasn't a thing. Um, now you have all these multiple jersey combinations, not just different jerseys, but different helmets with different jerseys, with different pants, with different cleats. What's up, Dad Hat Crew? Ed here. And on this episode, I bring you guys Nate Muller. He is a custom football helmet designer. You know, those little mini helmets. You know what? He's not just a designer. The guy is a magician. What he is able to do with a little mini helmet, it is just, it, it's mind-boggling, guys. We talked about his process. We talked about the, the helmets that he has, some of the uh, design concepts, uh, some of the people that he's worked with. We talk about everything. You guys got to listen to it. He has a lot of cool information. He also nerds out when it comes to codes of the helmets and the and the face masks and visors, all of that. I'm telling you guys, it was a lot of fun, a lot of cool information. So, you know what? Without further ado, I'll give you the episode. All right. Well, I'm going to welcome you guys to yet another episode of the Dad Hat Chronicles. My name is Ed, and with me, guys, I have... A little something different for you guys. We're we're stepping a little bit out of my comfort zone and, you know, going away from baseball. We're doing football this week. Uh, and with me today, I have Nate Muller. Uh, and the reason I found him was because he has some awesome stuff regarding football helmets, guys. So this is going to be cool. Stick with me. You know, KY Custom Sports on Instagram. So you guys got to follow him. But Nate, how are you doing, my friend? Good, good. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate y'all. Oh, absolutely, man. I saw, like I said, I found you on Instagram and I saw your stuff and I was like, man, this dude is cranking out some ridiculous stuff out there. And I, I think I told you when I was talking to you is you put out a helmet, um, a halo helmet out there. And I was like, oh, my I actually God. made sure to pull that one for our, our show and tell interview. That was one of the ones I, I picked to actually dude. like show everybody. Yeah, close. dude. That was like, and I'm a huge Halo fan. I've played every single Halo game there is. And even the one that's out right now, Halo Infinite, I played every single one. I'm a huge fan. And I, that's when I was like, I got to get a hold of this dude. I got to talk to this guy about this process. So, um, but the first question I ask everybody is, you know, uh, how, how'd you get into, you know, how'd you fall in love with sports, man? Like, I mean, I, everybody has their own story, right? So I, I want to hear how you started. Uh, just growing up as kids, you know, uh, my grandma's house, we were always hanging out. My uncles, we had our little like back room area with the sectional couch. We would all just be hanging out like that was our Sunday spot. Yeah. Um, you know, we were always hanging out in there, little tiny, you know, probably 27 inch TV and everything with all those dudes hanging out in the background. And that was just uh, I still to this day, like those are some great memories 
of my uncles who were like, you know, dads to me growing up, um, sitting there watching games. And, and that's kind of what got me falling in love with the sport in general. I love it. Love it. Now, let me ask you, you are a Virginia tech. That's your college sport, Virginia tech fan, correct? Yep. Grew up in Virginia beach. So you grew up in Virginia beach. You're either a Tar Heels fan, which definitely not. <laughs> you're a UVA <laughs> fan. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> or you're a Hokie. So, um, yeah, absolutely. You know, grew up watching the Hokies, you know, in that back room on the sectional, you know, chilling with my uncles and watching VT games growing up. Now, do you have a NFL sport? NFL team, uh, I mean? The Niners. Just, yeah. you know, when I grow up, you know, an 80s kid, you know, Montana, Rice, Young, all those guys, you know, I was one of those bandwagon kids, I guess, because there's no connection for, you know, San Francisco and Virginia Beach. But, you know, I'm unapologetically a, a 49er fan. I was just going to say, like, dude, like, I mean, you're you're you're, you're all the way in the East Coast where I'm yeah, at, too. Right? Not even and close. <laughs> right. Like a total opposite. <laughs> Whatever, man. I mean, that's I'm cool, like one though. of those kids now that's like a Lakers fan or I didn't go like so hardcore that I'm a Yankees fan or anything like that. But, you know, that was just that was the team growing up. So I'm ride or die with them. I've been through some rough times. And Who you telling, man? I'm a Browns fan, man. I've been through some, yeah, you yeah, know, you've been through some rough times. Yeah. Then. Ever since, you know, they came back in 99 and then I'm like, oh, my God, this is so rough, you know, so. You know, with even like last week, you know, their epic collapse of, you know, losing to the Jets, man. I get it, man. I'm telling you, I get it. It's it's rough. <laughs> um, so, OK, so let's talk about this. Right. So um, I want to know you, your story. I, everybody has a story, right? Everybody has a reason of what they did. Like I started my podcast because of the pandemic. Right. I I needed an outlet. Um, so you what what was your your reason behind um, designing and creating mini helmets and regular helmets and things like that. So it really started with me, um, early two thousands, uh, McFarlane, Todd McFarlane sports figures. Um, they came out, I thought they were really cool, super highly detailed and everything like that. So, um, picked up a bunch of those. They had them at GameStop. They had them at Toys R Us, places like that. Um, just thought they were really neat and super high detailed, um, started collecting those and then got into customizing, you know, they only made, you know, the very like top of the line, you know, best players. And there was guys that I wanted that they didn't make. So I got into customizing those, you know, six inch McFarlane sports figures to mm -hmm. start um, kind of years and years later. That's probably like early to mid 2000s and then started getting my favorite part of the figures was always the helmets. Yeah. So then um, started customizing uh, pocket pros, a little two inch, almost golf ball size helmets and got really good into that. And then started getting a bigger following on social media and stuff like that from doing some of those. And, you know, you only had certain models that you could make of those that were available. Mm -hmm. So then now we're fast forward, you know, another five, 10 years and 3D printing comes to light. And now I can make any helmet that I want with any mask, any chin strap, any combo. And now I can make specific players that have a certain helmet shell, a certain face mask. So um, kind of from there, I started getting customers that were pretty big into the 3D printed Pocket Pro helmets, but now yeah. we're also mini helmet collectors and wanted me to start upscaling those designs to mini helmet scale. Oh. And now, here we are behind me. I've got a wall full of, you know, factory and 3D printed mini helmet shells. 
that's cool man like i I, it's one of those things where you know uh, because collecting is such a big huge you know market out there right now everybody wants to have their own piece unique piece of whatever it is right i mean it's almost like an arms race with people's man caves everybody wants to have that one thing that the other guy doesn't have oh so and so has this awesome man cave but you know what he doesn't have he doesn't have this one thing yeah, I and it, have that. And that's and that's that's what I was just gonna get to. Like, is everybody has their own unique piece, right? Like, right. I know I want to have my own unique piece at one point, right? Where you know, for example, I want to collect, collect, you know, my two favorite teams in when it comes to football, the Browns and uh, Kent State, right? Though I think those will be a cool combination. I think it'll be awesome. But it's like one of those things is like you know you're looking at it and everybody has like, oh, did you, you know you're coming over in somebody's house and like, did you see what I got? Did you yeah. see this helmet? Yeah. You know, I'm like. No, I haven't. Just let, me see <laughs> let me take a look at it. What are you yeah. talking about? Yep. Um, so so let's talk about this process. Um, you are you decided that you're going to uh do this. What was your very first helmet that you that you created? And do you still have it? Uh so for mini helmets or pocket? Yeah, mini uh, helmet. The pocket so mini helmets, let's go with the pockets. Um, actually, Shane Graham, uh former NFL kicker has my very first prototype off to send you some pictures of it, of the very first mini helmet I made. So the technology at that point was these very small scale, almost like a iPhone screen size vat for your printer. You know, the, these printers are basically a light source on the bottom that emits light onto a, a pool of resin. And that build plate comes up and down thousands of times these paper thin slices to eventually build your, your final model. Mm-hmm. So at that time, the, the, these build plates were so small, I had to basically slice the helmet into all these little pieces and put it together. So my very first prototype of a 3d printed mini, mini helmet is actually all these little pieces of mini helmet and rubber bands to kind of hold it together and take pictures of it from all angles uh, of the very first one. I, I've, I've actually like messaged him a while back to see if he still has it. Cause he's a huge like helmet nerd. So um, I sent him that one just to see what he would do with it. And uh, I think it was with his schedule and stuff like that. Cause at that time he was coaching at Michigan state special teams and then Florida special teams after that. So I don't think he had the time to really, you know, you would have had to have you know, bondoed those seams, sanded it all flat. It was going to be a process, but it was cool. It was the first one. Nobody else had done anything like it yet. It was the very first one ever. So I thought about like, who's like the biggest mini helmet nerd I know. I'm going to send it to him. And with him being a former VT kicker and everything, that was, that was my guy. And I got to see if he still has it because it's, it's almost like a, a piece that I would want to put somewhere now because how far everything has come and what I'm able to do with them now, like, years and years and years ago what i was able to do with that very first one it's like your it's like, a, like a, a little mini helmet puzzle <laughs> yeah like it's awesome like that's pretty cool like and, and first of all to have someone such as shane graham right a, a pro ball you know pro nfl play, kicker do you know to have that still i mean that's pretty legit right like, oh, he, I mean, he, he, oh i hope he still has it if he doesn't me and shane are gonna have a talk <laughs> you're like that's not cool if he doesn't because i want yeah, it back <laughs> like if look if you don't want it if you have it in yeah, a corner if you're not gonna do anything with it that, that's history for me yeah on. right it, that's how I started. So I need to get something with, from it. <laughs> uh, so that's cool, though. Like, I mean, and like, you, like uh, eventually, you're, you know, and 
it got better, right? The process, it just got a little bit better and better. Yeah, so we started with my, my puzzle piece helmet. And then um, I, I work with a sculptor in Germany who we, you know, toss ideas back and forth. Um, Cibro CG, Simon Brockman, like super talented artist. Um, we've done stuff for years together. It's It's been like one of these kind of, mutual, I mean, we talk like every day about just putting ideas together. I'll see a face mask or something online and um i'll send him a picture of it and like um uh, jalen ramsey yeah he's got that new mask that just came out badass masks did him a custom mask and everything as soon as we saw it worked up a model i've already got it printed candy coated it's sitting out in the workshop right now like it's pretty wild just to go from like seeing something on tv and a week or two later printing something and then having it you know painted clear coated and it's there right now in little mini helmet form. Like, I mean, and I'm looking at his page right now and there's some cool looking stuff that he does. He's crazy. He's crazy. Everybody in like the sports like world that like sees his stuff or anything. He's just called the wizard. Like, that's his moniker. Yeah. Dude, I mean, Brock Edmund, AKA the wizard done. Yeah. For real. Like, I mean, these things are like, holy moly. I'm looking one, like a, a, a VT one with a Vader mask on no, that's one of mine yeah that's your oh. i do a lot of collaborative posts with them if that's something that we've worked on we'll do a collaborative post where both of our stuff on there so you'll see a lot of my stuff uh finish work on his page did he do did you or did he do this one the sixers one that's him yeah so he Ooh. works with a lot of oh yeah the find the the phoenix sun ones he did is like one of like the sexiest helmets i've oh, ever oh so he does like these nba nfl mashups we've done um, football, Star Wars mashups, you know, that's kind of like the fun thing. He just did a, uh, Spider-Man and, uh, Miles Morales mashup yeah. with a air XP helmet shell. I mean, it's, it's great. Like it's, it's such an awesome, like collaborative effort, like work with him on some of this stuff. And, and that makes me able to do what I'm able to do. You got some Star Wars one right here, that helmet. I mean, you got Moon Knight. Oh my God, dude, you guys are like. That Moon Knight one, my wife asked me about it the other day. We had family over this weekend and she was trying to show people like some of the stuff I do and everything like that. And she couldn't find the Moon Knight. And we watched that show and we love that show and did that helmet. And that's one of her favorite pieces. She doesn't want me to get rid of that one. Don't, don't ever. Trust me. She wants me to get rid of. I've got plenty of stuff, as you can see. She wants (laughs) me to get rid of all of them. But that one she wants you to keep. That's cool, (laughs) man. Oh, do it. A Taylor one for a, a. This one is a little, I'm sure this is a uh, 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 remembrance piece right here. Man, this is cool. From Sean Taylor, yeah. Yeah, Taylor. Yep, the Air Advantage, Sean Taylor mask with the taped up mask and everything. Yep, yep, that's cool. And then, like, oh, man, you guys are like the Toronto Raptors. Like, I love that, that, that. This is one of my favorite things that you guys do, both of you, is that you guys make it 3D stand out on the helmet. Right. Um, because a lot of times, right, when you see those NF, those NFL or college football helmets, it's it's a big, huge sticker on it. Right. Uh, which is cool. Right. That I'm, Don't get me wrong. I still love them and everything. But when you're doing a decorative piece for someone like myself, who's a collector or something like that, to have something like that stand out and be 3D. It's such a, a, a it has a bigger impact when it comes to a, a being a, a talking piece. Right. And it's like we talked about how the collectors are wanting something that, that nobody else has. Right. So, you know, now you're going from just a blank shell to something like a Texas Longhorns helmet that has the logo. Yeah. You know, 
into going the wrong way with it. Yep, but I into see it. the shell of the helmet and everything. That I mean, look at that. It looks so real. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's palm sized like that. Oh, that's so cool, dude. That is super cool, super clean, right? And and because you know, when to me, I what I what I you know equate this is when Oregon really started pushing the envelope on the helmets and uniforms yeah, and they things changed like everything. That. I mean, you got to think about college athletics. Um, they like, changed uh, the game. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you get not just the you got Phil Knight, who I mean is just pouring money into that program from Nike. As, and that changed everything for everybody. The uniform designs. Nobody had alternate helmets and everything before Oregon started doing it. That wasn't a thing. Um, now you have the, all these multiple jersey combinations, not just different jerseys, but different helmets with different jerseys, with different pants, with different cleats. Then they started the whole facilities arms race. You know, everybody now has these indoor practice facilities. Everybody now has all these you know, extravagant locker rooms and stuff like that. Oregon started all of that. I mean, Oregon pioneered this, this entire crazy arms race in college sports now. And it's such a big, huge part of college recruiting, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, in fact, like we're not a huge school. We spent boatloads of money on an indoor practice facility, the Beamer barn that, you know, is out there now at the end of Frank's, you know, tenure there that we were one of the, I don't want to say the first, but one of those, kind of top tier schools to, to do it. Like we were one of the, that first group that started doing stuff like that because somebody had the foresight to see that's, that's where all of this is going. Cause now it doesn't matter if it's 20 degrees, especially in Blacksburg with some of the weather, they get up there in the mountains. Yep. It doesn't matter if it's 20 degrees and sleeting outside it's 70 degrees in your indoor practice facility. And all those guys are working out. That's uh, super crazy, right? Like, I mean, when, when I think of, and I think this is where, uh, and I'm, I don't know if you'll agree with me, but like, I think the NFL is missing so much, right? They're losing so much money when it comes to things like this, because if you look at it, like, I mean, you got schools like, you know, here, like Appalachian State, right? They just released our Appalachian State with the, with the guy on it, right? And then everybody's loving, everybody's going crazy. Uh, right. NC State, you know, Virginia <laughs> Tech, you know all these other schools that are pushing the envelope when it comes to doing cool things with their uniforms, right? The NFL's trying now. The NFL, I think, was handcuffed for a long time by the whole concussion lawsuits and stuff like that. Yep. And now it was, you know, the the one helmet rule, which is infamously known as, yep. was repealed, which they said that, you know, the having multiple helmets wasn't ensuring proper fitment and stuff like that. Well, now most of these players, even you're talking practice squad guys, and, you know, bottom of the roster guys, they're all getting 3D head scans, you know, going back to the whole 3D thing. They yep. sit in a chair and Riddell comes and or Riddell shut, whoever it is, is are scanning their heads. So that helmet and the pads inside are custom fitted to that exact player, not a player like him, not that specific head size or anything like that to his actual head. So that allowed the NFL now to go ahead and now pull this one helmet rule that was, I think, put in place because of the whole concussion lawsuit thing. Right. And now this is the first year we're seeing some of the alternate helmets. You're seeing the Bengals with oh, their man. That thing is sexy. I mean, that that white tiger helmet. Bro, listen, that thing is oh, that is you're right. That the Cardinals, the Cardinals sexy. is one of my one. Like nobody really like 
sees it because I look at like the super crazy hyper detailed stuff like that. The Cardinals helmet with that red flake they put in, it's a black helmet. And if you're looking at it from far away, it just looks like a black helmet. Mm -hmm. They put a metallic gradient logo on it, which is awesome. That's like next level. That's where college football and all these helmet design stuff is going. These metallic helmets and stuff like that, metallic decals and the red flake in the helmet so when it catches the light and turns you probably won't see it on tv but if you're looking at it up close it's just loaded with all this red flake on that black shell that just kind of pops yeah man i was watching that and i'm like man listen they're changing the game now when it comes to helmets right uh i'm in north carolina so the the panthers came out with their black one yeah with Yep. Right. Cause there, you always been a silver one and now they came up with this black one and I'm like, Oh my God, that is, I'm well, not a merchandise. Fan. I mean, let's not, I mean, the NFL is like a printing machine. Great at making money and finding ways to sell people, whether it be advertising, whatever they will sell people stuff. People are buying those, you know, these new concept helmets and stuff like that have come out, these alternate helmets. Right. And that's what it's about. I mean, there's people like me that do all the mini helmet collections and stuff like that. So now they're buying that uh, Bengals white Bengal helmet. They're buying the Panthers blackout helmet and stuff like that. And yeah. you're going to see more of it. This year was, I think, just them like dipping their toes in the water. I guarantee you all 32 teams next year have at least one. Oh, for sure. Helmet. And oh. most of them will probably have throwbacks as well. So now you're going to have your standard helmet your alternate helmet, and then your throwback helmet, the teams oh, that have them. Man, listen, I, like I said, I it's been a long time in the works because it should have been happening a long time ago. Oh, yeah. co colleges are like, we're going for it. You know, you guys can do whatever you guys want. We're going right. to go ahead and go full in on. I think on they the saw effort. like how much fan engagement, just college football is all about fan engagement. I mean, just <laughs> from the, the tailgating outside the stadiums, everything like that, and these uniforms and stuff like that are something people get excited about. People get excited about. I follow uh, Paul Lucas and Phil Heck and guys like that on Twitter. These uniform announcements are a thing. These You got to think about these equipment staffs who have all this other stuff to do throughout the week are now spending a day or two making these uniform reveal videos and everything that come out. Like, you, like uh, how we were saying Oregon changed the game. It's completely different now than it was 20 years ago. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. It's wild to think that even the small schools are getting into it, though, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you're talking like, you know, division. Memphis, like you're saying, Appalachia State with their alternate uniform. ECU, ECU has one of the sexier helmets I've seen this season with that uh, purple chrome helmet that they're rocking. And that oh, yeah, dude. Those two colors together just work so well. Uh, East, uh, uh, Eastern Washington just came up with theirs as well. They just released their... Uh, the alternate one, which is a black one with their with their uh, uh, ego logo on it and everything. I'm like, oh, my God, guys. Yep. I mean, you're talking about a school. All Thursdays are a thing now. Thursdays, if you look at when they come out, the, the teams that are playing on Saturday are releasing their uniform reveal videos on Thursdays and Fridays. Thursdays, my phone blows up with different alerts on different uh, helmets <laughs> and uniforms and stuff like that coming out. Like, hey, look at this. Can you do this? And you're talking about like even like you know the stripes, you know different two different stripes on the helmet, or you know the different colors of, of the face mask, things like that. That like you know the little the little details that would make a stand out. You are, I'm sure you're already fully trained in you know seeing the little bit of a difference, and I'm sure you spend 
hours upon hours looking at uh, my buddies hate it when we're watching football games i'm like that's the first time that unc has worn that particular combo <laughs> since you know 2017 blah 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 and they're like just i just get these side-eyed looks like seriously <laughs> like, like we're watching ball and you're talking about pretty uniforms and stuff like that like i don't care that's that's what i'm into it's and it's the same with me and, and a lot of my friends is like that's why we collect a lot of the hats right, right. because every hat that i have here every single one they're all it's a different one there's not a one that's the same as the other one because every single one whether it's like the little uh color on the on the brim or the back or anything like that the logo is different everything is right. going to be different and so like you and me we're collectors we like those different things yeah absolutely uh which one so let's talk about your 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 helmets that you've you know that you've created so far because i mean you got a bunch of them all right yeah. Um, and I'm looking here at yours, man. You're, you know, like I said, my favorite one, uh, that I, that I uh, saw from you was your, uh, the halo one, right? Master chief, master got it. Got chief, it right here. man. Let had me it, see had, that had ready. ready to roll, man. Look at that thing. Oh yeah, dude. That thing is just, oh, that's just great. Oh. And not only did it, but then. I follow a bunch of cosplay guys who are into 3D, 3D printing and stuff like that and did like some of the washes and weathering. I keep putting it in the wrong way Yeah, Hard to see with the lighting and stuff like that, but making sure that you're getting some of the, the raw exposed metal look and stuff like that on the face mask and everything too. And then, and obviously you got the very typical, like his, his, uh, um, his uh, mask right here, the oh, eyes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just all oh, dude. That is just, how long, let me ask you, how long would it take you to make something like that, right? From beginning to end, how many hours? So I've hours? usually, I've usually got several projects going at once and uh, I'll get going on something and I'll go crazy on it for a little bit and then take a break from it. I'm kind of manic when it comes to that. I'll just go nuts on it and then I'll kind of get sick of a particular project. But um, I'd say my lead time on most helmets is usually in the four to five week range <laughs> with my volume and stuff like that and what I'm doing. Um you know, obviously around the holidays when people are wanting stuff, it's going to be more than that. But I try and stay pretty close to that. Jeez. Let's see another one, man. I want to see another one because these things Ooh, are crazy. All right. Let so new helmet, uh, the Riddell Axiom just released last year. I don't think it got certified by the NFL. So no NFL players wore it last year. There was just a handful of uh, college teams that got them to kind of try out. So this one I got back from my Chrome guy. Woo, Notre Dame. So Notre Dame's got the textured chrome finish. If I turn it, you can kind of see the texture in it, but then put the custom. Anybody that's followed me for a little bit knows I'm all about the shredder mask, the little V-bar mask on all yeah. my customs that I do. I keep a lot of those here. 3D bumpers on it. Chrome oh finish. Jeez. Got the real metal hardware on there. That is man you know what that's that's the newest helmet there is out there right now uh so the master uh, chief is the probably the the second newest that's that um it's a vices zero two trench shell um nick bosa wears it uh joey bosa both bosa brothers are wearing it george kittle i just yep. saw pictures like that's how the weird stuff i pay attention to george kittle just switched to it this week he's about to come back and be active again so oh, just a cool God. looking helmet. It's just so much different than everybody else. You have a lot of people in collecting and just football in general. You kind of have those, you know, old heads that, you know, want everything to be the old perfectly round shell VSR four with the ROPO 
DW mask and stuff like that, which I love, you know, I'm a Michael Vick fan. Like I, that's, <laughs> I had that, I had to wait till my junior year in high school to get that face mask and helmet combo. Like that's my all time favorite one. Like I love that stuff, but I also like innovation. You know, I coach youth football. So any, any kind of technological advancements that help kids play football instead of their parents being worried about concussion issues and stuff like that. And, and then they're playing baseball and softball and stuff like that. No Ooh. offense to you baseball fans. I know you've got a lot of, I'm a <laughs> football cool. guy. Like I want kids like playing football, especially like the athletic kids. I don't yeah. want to see them playing soccer and stuff like that. Get on the football field and let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. I, you know, there's a, there's nothing wrong. Like, I mean, if you pick a sport, right, go for it. I'm a huge football fan. I love football, I love hockey soccer i love all sports right but like i mean if you're going to pick a sport go for it man right. i i also think that they should play other sports just because it'll give them round and out no absolutely uh, i think there is a kansas city chief right now wearing that new helmet uh i'm trying to find out his name but there is a kansas city chief right now Alaire does Alaire, and that's the funny thing i just put out uh, a video the other day i know simon's got one on his page because we were talking about it when we saw it uh clyde edwards Alaire actually yep. put decals because he's used to having those two bar EGOP look I'm throwing out like helmet mask codes and everything, but he's used to having those, those eye guard bars on his helmet. Yep. So the Riddell axiom doesn't have that. It's got those. It's just, just a the, one the yeah. jaw bar. Right. So I think he's used to having those bars in his field of vision. So I'm guessing the equipment staff actually taped them on just vinyl decals, taped them onto his visor. So it looks like he has them You have to That's Google cool. it and put it on there, but. That's how like kind of crazy some of these guys have gotten. They just have had the same helmet, same fast face mask setup since they were kids. And he got so used to it. He's putting decals on a visor to make it look like those bars are still there. That's pretty cool. Though. That's I some mean, of the weird stuff I notice when I'm watching ball. I was just going to ask you, I was like, I know yeah. you notice the little details when you're watching football, college football. Well, cause know. I'm used to, I'm used to seeing the different helmets and stuff like that. I work with them day and I know like all of the helmet codes uh, I'll nerd out when I'm talking to people that message me and they want, well, I want the face mask that so-and-so has. I'm like, Oh, the, let's see. That's the speed flex, um, two BDC, uh, TX, something like that. Like, yeah, we can do that. No problem. <laughs> oh my god! Like, <laughs> that's it doesn't make any sense to anybody else, but I know what that means. Well, yeah, it's your business, man. You, right. This is what you do, right? You know, so that's that's cool. So stuff like that. When I see it on TV, it jumps out. Um, was watching a West Virginia game. I think like the beginning of the season, and noticed that their face mask popped up that I hadn't seen. One of their offensive linemen has just that same mask. <clears throat> Excuse me, the two BDC TX but has it with the nose bar that grows across his brow yeah. like that, like some of those old middle bar face masks from back in the eighties. So he modified, I'm sure they custom ordered that one or got it from, you know, one of the custom face mask guys, like, you know, badass masks or something like that to uh, custom make that mask for him. And Ooh. I thought it looked really cool. That's crazy. Like the, you know, people think that's like, oh, it's just a helmet. I'm like, no, there's that goes more more into the the lot that goes into the. I mean, you've the got companies like, like Badass Masks that I talk about. I work with them a bunch, and I mean, they they're welding these face masks from scratch. Uh, Zudi Masks actually do does um, completely cast, so there are no welds and everything like that. Um, huh. Trying to think of what it's called, it's it's slipping my mind right now, but it's basically um, heirloom heirloom cast masks so they put that whole mask and basically like sand with vents and stuff like that 
and then pour the metal down into this sand cast of the entire mass. So it makes the mask structurally stronger because there's no welds, there's no weak points or anything like that in the mask. Um, they do some awesome stuff. If you see, um, I do a lot of the Zudi ball hawk masks. So we got our chrome just yep. posted that. Yes, yeah, all that. Game. Got it Look all chromed thing. out, but that is a Zudi ball hawk mask that green gridiron has on their page man i love it because it has that kind of like bird beak look so a lot of like the if it's like an eagle's helmet Hokies obviously falls in that line Uh, falcons i feel like that's like a great looking helmet you know when people are asking me about something that's gonna like set the i'll I'll suggest that like oh well that's a bird helmet um i don't have it here but the raiders helmet i did went with the whole uh skull mask because thinking raiders raiders me being an A's kid that's the black hole that's yep. the dude that sits in there with that skull with the spikes on his shoulder pads and has the skull paint. So when um, somebody reached out to me about that, I was like, skull mask for that. That's a no-brainer. Then it gives it kind of that Raiders look and the black hole vibe all in one. Man, I'm looking right now, dude. Like, it's just crazy just how many different pieces and the the like that you do. It's It's crazy. That chrome, I'm looking at the chrome Raiders right now. Man, that thing is just, whew. And you yeah. did a Halloween one too. Yeah, that's one of my. That's one of, uh, of course, like this time of year we're getting to that area. That's probably one of my better selling. You know, because you know I'll do finished ones for people, but people like to do them themselves too. So I'll do the raw kits for people, and then they can do that at home with you know rattle can it and stuff like. If you're careful with the rattle can stuff, like it'll look good. You just have to take your time, not rush it, and stuff like that. So a lot of people choose to not have me do them because it's expensive for me to do them and save some money by doing them themselves. So I'll print the shell kits for them and everything like that. It's got the clips, got the face mask. They can have whatever face mask they want, and then they can choose to do it themselves if they like. What do you guys think when you guys heard the little reggae music? You're like, oh, Ed did it again. Part two. That's right, guys. Part two next week. Stay tuned. We talked about his uh, collection of uh, Star Wars helmets, uh, Marvel. Talked a whole bunch of other stuff about that. So you guys got to come back next week. Stay tuned. I'll put the link to his uh, Instagram account, Twitter account. So that way you guys are following him. Okay. Now, you guys already know. I got to give you guys a joke. What happens to football players when they go blind? They become referees. Uh oh burn all right i'll see myself out but before i go support the minor leagues This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. 
Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series, and in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brim Media at curvebrimmedia.com.